0: Hey, what's up builders? It's your girl Canson at the blogger and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is a different kind of hood, but this time we're going to be talking about stay-at-home moms with stay-at-home mom vibes. Go ahead and say something for the builders. Hi guys, my name is Tanisha
1: Rush and I'm a mom of four, a wife. So I'm a business
0: owner and that's a little brief background of who I am. Yes. Um we we have been trying to do an episode for a while. Um you have your own podcast. So let's let's start there. Let's talk about uh what made you want to share your story um in podcast form as a stay at home mom. Well I decided to do this well
1: to be a podcaster because you it's hard. Well I've never seen a black stay at home mom. Never. Growing up it was not a thing. It was always white women were stay-at-home moms and mm. so I, my grandmother, I don't even want to say she was a stay-at-home mom because she hadn't worked so many years and then she retired and by the time she retired, you know, she had kids. I mean, her kids were grown so I was just like, who can I inspire? Because our story needs to be told. Yeah. You know, there's Black stay-at-home moms. There's not many because before I started my podcast, I Googled and I YouTube. You don't see a lot of black stay at home moms that look right. like me, you know, Right. I just wanted to just make it for somebody to say, OK, well, I, there's another one.
0: I absolutely love that. When I first saw that, you know, uh, you had a podcast and that was the subject matter, I immediately sent it to my sister. My sister is a stay at home mom and she has to be because of uh, her health issues. But also because she has triplets, so (laughs) I'm not sure if she would, you know, work, if she, you know, even had the opportunity, she would probably do something, but, you know, just by circumstance, she is a stay-at-home mom, and so I was just like, oh my God, you know, for, for me, she was the only woman that, you know, a black woman that I had seen that was a stay at home mom. I come from a very long line of working mothers. So oh, yes. <laughs> um I yep. love that that was your subject matter, because I was just like it is such a need to tell this truth that so many women especially because Black women are taught to be all these different kind of things, but stay-at-home moms mm-hmm. is not one of those things we're taught to be. Right, <laughs> um, It's such a need to tell that side of the story. So I, I just, I was inspired by your story, and we want to give the builders a chance to just hear your perspective on being a stay-at-home mom. So let's just kind of start with, like, you said you have four children. What are their ages? Mm-hmm. The oldest one is not zero. He's 14. He'll be 15,
1: August the second, then there's Noah, he's nine, and there's Nigel, he's six, and then Nadia, which I call her Miss Nadia, she's three. So it sounds she's like I was trying boyfriend. for the baby girl,
0: and y'all finally got one. Yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes I finally know. got her. <laughs> are you do you want any more after, or are you trying? Are you guys trying? Uh, well, I wanted
1: more children, but I have my tools removed, which I talk about on my podcast as well. Right. Um, Quentin didn't didn't want any more, but I wanted I wanted a house full of kids. Okay. <laughs> I wanted the Brandy the Brady Bunch, but it's gonna be the Rush Brunch. I know that's
0: right. <laughs> so <laughs> with that being said, um, how old were you when you became a, a mom? 16, when
1: I first came last year.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: the emotions around that <laughs> a child having a child like I was not ready at all um, a lot of peer pressure played into that because young growing up you're like okay and me being the only child oh this person's having sex and so I I did it and got pregnant with Nas and then I was like so we had to grow up together you know he right. It was like he was my son but he also was like a little brother because i didn't know how to be a mom mm-hmm. so we had to grow and learn from each other he taught me how to be a mom
0: that's amazing that you can be that honest about the experience because a lot of people want to mm-hmm. you know sometimes act like they just came out knowing and mm. uh-uh. girl i didn't want to do it i was like a baby oh no him i had his baby <laughs> <laughs> so um moving forward how old were you when you became a stay-at-home mom
1: Oh, wow. I was in my twi- my early 20s because I can't really, really remember the exact age. I know I was in my early 20s and it's like I was pushed to be a stay at home mom because mm-hmm. when me and Quentin got married, I, I was in college and um, I moved in with him and his parents. So I don't even want to say I was a stay-at-home mom because in my eyes, a stay-at-home mom is you home by yourself with those kids because I had help. So I was I would honestly say I became a true stay-at-home mom around 2015. Okay when we moved into our own home.
0: Okay. That's still. (laughs) you know so you were still home with them kids but it was different it was like yeah when I I didn't want to deal with
1: them I was like go to to grandma right you
0: know so what was what was for for you was it a hard transition when you did have to move into your home and deal with them solo um without that support being so close
1: yes (laughs) ma'am
0: Because that's why I I talk openly about stay-at-home mom
1: depression, which I never knew it was a thing until I started Googling. And a lot of people are like, oh, don't Google, don't Google. But I found out I dealt with stay-at-home mom depression. The first year I became a stay-at-home mom, we moved into our home. I started having these different emotions and different feelings, like, what's going on? Um, It was hard. A lot of people are like, oh, no, it's easy being a stay-at-home mom, honey. It was hard. It was so hard. A lot of people don't know the isolation that you feel as a woman you lose yourself you're like okay I know I'm Kanisha but I have all of these different titles now I'm a wife I'm a mom you know versus going out I was working at a doctor's office before dealing with so many different people now I'm only dealing with at that time three little people right yeah so you know I'm like oh lord I would love to have an adult conversation I hear that a lot it was was, (laughs) yeah it was crazy
0: um, and I think that was one of the first episodes of yours that I actually listened to. And that's why I was just like, my sister, she had struggled with it too. Um, and not having the the language to kind of articulate it sometimes, like you said, the only thing you know how to do is see if it's, it might be somebody else that can help you understand what you're experiencing. And so a lot of times right. what you do is Google. Um, and, you know, then you find your community from there or you see that there is not a community for it and then you create the space to try to, uh, have those kind of conversations. So that was definitely one of the things that I thought about when, uh, when I saw your podcast was the fact that, you know, depression, I think for a lot of stay at home moms is just such a a real thing because uh, people kind of forget that you have, you you have needs outside the family, like in wants and desires. And Mm -hmm. because, you know, you you're not the outside the house working mom. I feel like a lot of people also look down on the position. So um, I'll ask you, what do you feel like are the common misconceptions about stay at home mothers?
1: We don't do nothing all day. We just sit at home and uh, we got to made. We can do what we want to do. We can just we just sit at home and shop on Amazon Prime all day, and we don't do nothing. Which that is farthest from the truth. Right. What does your typical day look like for you? Ciao. now let's talk about now that school is out
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's no sleeping in mm-hmm. I, the floor. I get up at 6 30 to see Quentin off to work and then I'm up um sometimes I can get back in the bed if Nadia still is asleep but if she's up then I need to cook some breakfast I have to pick up and my kids are older Nadia's mm-hmm. the last you know she's three but she's old enough to pick up after herself. But there's something that always needs to be done, whether there's laundry, dusting something, cleaning something, There's a, a running errands. There's always
0: something that needs to be done. Right. So how, how do you handle the pressure of trying to find time to do all the family stuff? Where do you carve out space for yourself? At night. My, that's late the same night. thing my sister does girl when I'm chilling be so late
1: <laughs> it's me and, it's me and TikTok like that's my thing now TikTok and um, I watch TV a little bit mm-hmm. I have some select shows that I like to watch but it's mainly at night when they are asleep Um, and may, I, I, like I always I always go back to Nadia because she's three so she's the more needy one you know right. when she, I give her that bath I'm looking at the time like so you ain't about ready to go to bed. See? It's like it's almost time. So <laughs> I would put her in that bed and she
0: sleep, and that is my time. Right. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> basically, from the conversation, like you never saw yourself as a stay at home mother. Is that what a, what you're kind of getting at? I, this. I, I love my life now, but
1: I. You know how you graduate from high school, and they're like, okay, so what's your plan, your five-year plan? Mm-hmm. My five-year plan was to be in the Navy. That was okay. my plan. Um, Even though I had an idea, um, that was my plan still. And then I guess God was like, mm, no, ma'am, I'm not going to do that. That wasn't
0: for you. So right. I just, you know, things happen. Right, right. But, I mean, especially dreams change, you know, based on your life circumstances. Mm -hmm. And as you mature and experience different things, you know, you might look back on stuff and be like, dang, I wish I would have did that. But then you realize, like, you might not have had some of the experiences and the things in your life that you have currently. So it makes you, it's like a bittersweet sometimes, but also, like you know, you have Mm -hmm. a a gratitude for where you are. So, you know, I get that aspect of it, at least. So how do you... Think the world views black mothers in general. Wow, Um that
1: is a deep, deep question because you know where we came from—slavery—and I think um, it's so much I want to say on same, that. Same. I feel like, <laughs> girl, look, you got free reign behind the ear. I feel like look at us like we're we're not good parents. Mm. You know? And, and like I say, I, I always say this on my podcast. I am not racist. I'm here for all mamas, okay? Mm-hmm. Soon to be mamas or whatever. But when you look at our Black women, Black America history, it was... The cards was never in our favor. And I feel like they never wanted... People never want... When you, when you look at a Black family, you just see like a mama. That's it. And so it's like, okay they're not doing a good job with their children. I wonder, are they doing a good job? Mm -hmm. And that makes me question myself sometimes, you know, like, am I doing a good job? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I I, want to go deeper because I got this book. I wish I had the book with me. I got this book from the library the other day and it was free and it was called black America. And it was just pictures. And girl, I cried looking through that book because it was so deep. Just looking Mm -hmm. at a mother with her children and, you know, we, we came from a long way since right. slavery time, you know, just a mother and her child. There's no other feeling or no other bond than a mother with her child. Mm-hmm. You know, so you aspire to be better. You aspire to do more with them and, and be be your better authentic self for them. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um I hope
1: I answered
0: your question. No, you did. You did. I'm thinking about my answer. I'm sorry. You you answered it perfectly. And I love that you were honest in it because you know, I tell people all the time, please be candid, be, mm-hmm. be as honest and transparent as you can, because that just makes the conversation better. But I think I think I I see another side of it. I think that black mothers are seen as the mothers of the world. And what I mean by that is we are seen as everybody everyone's nurturers everybody's leaning post everybody's go to to get that support that empathy we are that for everybody in every race <laughs> you know you think of the mammy figure like you said especially like from you know the slave times and everything else but black women black mothers are just seen as everybody's um to consume and i think that yep. more than other mothers black mothers are seen are not given the autonomy to be women in the same way that other mothers are if that makes sense like it's like we give we are seen as the givers give 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 and we're not supposed to keep anything for ourselves right and also on the other side of that to your point when we do make mistakes we don't get the same grace so we are also seen as you know the the mothers who are supposed to be we're supposed to be perfect in our our approach and that's different from fathers but it's also different from mothers of other races like you know we we aren't allowed to be a mess we're not allowed to be uh broken or struggling with our own stuff because black mothers are supposed to just be everything <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. and so, i think as women
0: we have to have that
1: thicker skin mm-hmm. you know like like you said, we're not allowed to show any emotion or we have to be strong. Like mm-hmm. when I deal with my, you know, because I, I still deal with stay-at-home mom depression. I go in that bathroom, girl, I put on a piece of crying, and I come out like, okay, so let me go ahead and wash these clothes. Yeah. You know, because we, we can't, we've been taught even as a child, toughen up. You can't cry. Don't do that.
0: You know, you hide that. Don't let them people see you in your raw emotion, you know. And it's crazy, because we know that's the experience of a lot of men, but a lot of men would say, you know, we're we're not taught to show emotion and stuff like that. And the question I've been asking lately is, are Black women? Like, I don't really think that we are given free reign to be vulnerable the way that y'all try to act like we are. I really think that especially because we are the support system or seen as a support system for men, especially Black men. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When you say that you don't have a space to be vulnerable, but yet you can be vulnerable with us, who can we be vulnerable with? Because somebody got to be strong. And, right. <laughs> you know? So I, I just, I, I'm starting to think of that a little differently because I'm starting to tell people too, like, listen, I'm, I'm don't label me as no strong Black woman. Just label me as a woman. Yes, yes. I'm strong, I'm vulnerable, I'm a mess. Sometimes I'm together, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am multifaceted, and I want y'all to stop labeling me so that you can use me to your benefit. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I don't want no labels. I'm Kanisha. That's it. That's it.
1: (laughs) And whatever whatever you get is is who I am, Mm -hmm. you know? So...
0: How do you think the world views stay-at-home moms? I think I kind of asked that, but at least stay-at-home black mother.
1: We on welfare. Ooh, we getting food stamps. Ooh, the government taking care of us. Girl, I got chills just now. Come on, because you spoke a word. Now you spoke a word because <laughs> even me growing up as a child, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. When you see a black woman in a grocery store with a buggy full of food. I was see, look, I see I
0: told you, I got one right here, Nadia. Get, See, see, I told you. Look, authentic <laughs> episode. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Baby girl don't walk. And then when she said, I want to talk too. I need something. I need somebody to hear look, me. Look, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on in here? But
1: um when you would see a woman with a buggy full of grocery, you was like, oh, she own food stamps. Mm-hmm. That's how I grew up thinking. So that's how the world views us. Oh, if they're they're sitting at home, they're on Section A, they're Mm -hmm. on welfare. The government got to be taking care of them.
0: Not knowing that, I'm married. Right. But not even seeing the context of the circumstance. Like, even when you think about it, it's like, okay, she on food stamps. She probably on food stamps because she can't get a job because child care costs so high. Okay, let's talk about that. She don't have a partner that's gonna help her actually watch these kids, take care of them, contribute to the household. Yep. So somebody gotta be home with them, unless y'all mm-hmm. wanna just lock her up for, you know, neglect. Which y'all ready to do that to any black woman, you know, for but you know what? whatever reason. When it comes to
1: that, you know, we see that a lot in the news about women leaving kids in the car or mm-hmm. like the, the, the one time the lady left her child in the hotel. She was looking for a job. Mm-hmm. And when it when they when I hear stories like that, I'm like, so what was the back story? Now if she going leaving her child in a car to we'll get her nails then, okay. Right. You know, she she you know, but she's out here looking for a job. Why would mm-hmm. you throw that woman
0: in, in jail? You know? Girl, it's the system we live in. I, I think I was following the story of a um, a woman, kind of the same kind of situation. Um yeah, it might have been the same situation. I think she was going on an interview and she left the child yep. like in a hotel and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they arrested her for it. And she had been in in and out of court about it. And she finally won the case. And um, I think they even raised some money for her to kind of be OK. But it's just ridiculous when you think about even uh, women having to try to send their uh there there are black I ain't gonna say women black mothers trying to send their children to better schools so they're using addresses or different things because the resources are better on one side of town than the other and it's just like the decisions we have to make because we are not seen as valuable it's just crazy Mm -hmm. yeah so what does motherhood mean to you it means basically what we talked about just
1: being a pillar for your children, being there for them emotionally and that's the main thing. Emotionally, especially like what's going on in America now mm-hmm. with black being Black and just being that go-to person for, for I'm speaking for me, yeah. my, my motherhood meaning is for my kids to be able to come to me being open about anything and just me being that safe place, you know. So yeah. that's that's what that means for me is just being a, a mom that is open right. to just to my
0: kids, you know. Ain't nothing like a mama. Look, <laughs> well, when you said that, I got chills because I was thinking about mama. I was like, it was <laughs> it was at least uh, about two weeks ago. Um, I just wrote about I'm going through a bout of depression too, so it happens. Um. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a a one that really talks a lot. I write a lot, and then I might do a podcast about it, and that's as much as you're going to get about me dealing with a situation. (laughs) But my mom knows this about me, so um, I went home, and I just laid in her bed, and she came in there, and she was like, she's like, you want to talk? And I was just like, no. And she's like, you want me to hold you? And I'm like, yeah. And she held me for like two hours. We watched like a show or something. There is nothing like being able to have that space to be vulnerable, to be open, to be cared for, and to just soak up love. Like, and I think that's what Black mothers do on so many levels for so many people. hmm yeah. And
1: even, like, when you were saying about how your mom held you and stuff, I was, I, list, I think about the boys to Men song, Mama. Mama. You know, girl. <laughs> It's <laughs> Like how, who can just nurture you? You know, just Ooh. Uh, like how your mama can just nurture you in different ways without even saying words. You know, yeah. It's
0: so, just you said no know,
1: <laughs> They know. They know, and then like if nobody. You know, you be like, okay, my mama, mama got my back. You know, I know if nobody, nobody else. else. My bag. Girl, I be like, lady, my mom my name is Diane. I be like, lady, and I call her Lady D. I be like, Lady D, come, and if nobody else
0: coming, I know, lady. you know. <laughs> Your mom was my fourth grade teacher. I think it was fourth grade. That
1: you're thinking about Shaniqua, Miss McClellan. You're thinking about my mother-in-law. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah. I now we so. live. We all live down the down on. Cause your mom, your mom still lives on um, on the dirt road, right? I don't want to give the address. Mm-hmm. The, the, the name she of the road. she
0: moved. She moved on the other side of town. But she did. Okay. She did live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. We did. So you think about Miss you think about Miss McClellan. You you definitely look. You've been a part of this family so much. I I'm I'm starting no, to confuse. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm sitting here like, yeah, uh-huh. So your mom, no, 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 you did. <laughs> okay. How were you impacted or shaped by your relationship with your mother? Um.
1: It, it, well, my stepdad was in the picture, but it mainly was me and my mom. Mm-hmm. So I knew that my mom was a hard worker and I knew I wanted to be the epitome of that. Like I wanted to be a hard working woman because I see my mama work hard up to the day that she retired. So and I, I, I knew she didn't take no crap. So I was like, I, I ain't taking no crap from nothing. You know, and she was just a strong, she was a strong woman. You know, we don't want, right. of course, we don't want to label, but that I, was but my strong true. woman. It's true. Yeah. When, when she you're was strong, you strong. strong woman. Woman. Yeah. yeah, so I definitely took those, char- I wanted those characteristics, looking up at my mom like, okay, she did this, I want to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so I, I adopted those traits into what I do today.
0: Right. Now, did the aspect of you seeing, because you mentioned how hard she worked, did you struggle with that at being a stay-at-home mom because of the d- dynamic being different? You being a stay-at-home mom and that being a new experience and you seeing a woman who had a career, was that something that you struggled with? A little bit because um,
1: this is my second time being a stay-at-home mom because I was a stay-at-home mom then I was I was like, Quinn, I really want to work. I really want to work. I want to work in my field because when I graduated college, I never worked in my field as being a medical assistant. Right. So when I finally did it, child, I was ready to come home. So watching my mama work all those years, I was like, good um, job, really? Diane. You got it, sis. You... I, I work hard at being a stay-at-home
0: mom. Okay? Right. <laughs> I just I like being at home. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just I know how that can kind of you kind of have to break out of that mentality that I think every woman has to go through. It's just like okay, this is what Mm -hmm. your mom was, and that was the example you had of what a a black woman is supposed to be or a mother is supposed to be. And then at some point, you're going to have to decide whether you want to follow that path or where you want to whether you want to make your own. And you can still pull from you know all the lessons and stuff that she gave you, Mm -hmm. but it's just you're you're on another path and. And sometimes people don't break out of that, and then they beat themselves up for not being exactly the example that their mom set. And so it's just like, no, you're you're your own person. So yeah, you you just got to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Do you have other mother figures in your life? I have my mother-in-law. I have uh, my sister-in-law,
1: and I have my some of my cousins. You know, they I look up to them and. Some of my cousins be like, Child, I want to be a stay at home mom. I'm like, You better be careful what you say.
0: Okay. You better can't handle it. <laughs> I don't know that, sir. You better Listen, you think the grass is greener. You you got to water this nah, grass over here. <laughs> girl. it <laughs> take mm-hmm. care of these kids. <laughs> yes. I
1: mean, because it's different. It's, it's a lot. I've, and I think what America does is put the working mom and the stay at home mom kind of against each other. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, I go out here working nine to five. I'm working hard. And I only see my kids at night. Then you have to stay at home. mom where I'm at home all day with my kids. And I don't like to, because I did both. Like I always tell right. my podcast, I did both. But what suited me better was being at home with my kids. Some moms don't have that that luxury, a luxury mm-hmm. you know, of, okay, I'm going to stay at home. They would love to stay at home with their kids if they could. But I just I don't take I don't say okay well this one's better, this one's better.
0: Right. I just tell other moms, do what works for you, what's best for you in your household. And it's a different experience. I mean you really can't compare the two. Either way, it's both work. (laughs) Like, whether you're out working, and I do understand moms who who do have to work a job and feel like they have to come home mm-hmm. and still take care of the home. But I'm just like, that's something you need to kind of communicate if you do have a partner, you know, yes. with that partner too, to kind of help you with balance yeah. <laughs> so that you're but not think, taking on everything.
1: It, I think what really said, to, told Quentin, like, okay, well, I'm going to let her come back on home because, girl, I used to work, come home, cook, and I would be sleep at the table through Ooh. i'm eating and fall and i'm just like get eating i'm about to go to sleep and i think he felt kind of bad like come on home so when i got pregnant, i'm gonna leave the door open okay
0: girl i've been home ever since <laughs> now with um with your dynamic with your spouse like how is that like because um I was talking to you on the on the fatherhood episode and he was mentioning how his wife t- takes care of majority of like the household things and how he had to get a better understanding of how to divvy up the responsibilities ha- how to actually be more involved with the children is that a conversation you felt like you had to have with your spouse about you know hey just because I'm home don't mean you ain't got to be emotionally mentally and spiritually involved in this one thing that me and Quentin
1: always did was we we always say um, a Bible based marriage, which mm-hmm. is we believe the man is over the outside. He works outside of the home and one is the woman is a house, I don't want to say the housekeeper, but you know, she keeps up the house and the children mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's kind of like where we where we base our marriage at is I'm gonna take care of the kids and the, in the home. Um, he just takes care he he goes clock in at work and he takes care of like the yard work and different stuff like that right. and you know it ain't too bad when he wants to help sometimes too you know to give a bath here and there or wash right. the dish but you know
0: it's, it's not like oh well you need to be helping me it's not like that Right. I mean, because for you, like you said, y'all had that conversation and you agreed on how Mm -hmm. you wanted to divvy up those gender roles and those kind of uh, spaces that you needed to fill to make the household and and the marriage work or the parenting work. And that's perfectly fine. Because I do know that we have a... Uh, a concept, and I know I, I'm bad at it too. Of <laughs> being like, hey, we it might not be exactly 50 50, but understand. But I'm coming from a, a perspective because I am outside of the home, and also I ain't got no kids, and right. I just look at kids it's like as beautiful because I love kids, but I'm just like, I know y'all little things are a lot of work, <laughs> so um. You know, with me and my partner, I would I would expect him to be involved in some of the child rearing and the responsibilities and stuff like that. But that is something that works for me and that person. And I think Mm -hmm. that we have to do a better job of of accepting the truth that other people live and accepting the way that they want to run their life. Like if it works, it works, because I'm pretty sure that you're creating a structure that is healthy and that is satisfying for your children and yourselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, and th- this has got to be confirmation because I was thinking of a topic to talk about on my next episode about telling people to mind their business <laughs> because people want to be all up in your business, like when it, 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 it relates your marriage or especially mm-hmm. taking care of your children. Oh. You know, if I didn't ask you to I tell don't need me, it. I've been doing this, this. I was fourteen. I needed help, but I'm, I'm four kids in. Now there's three. I I got it under control. I don't right. need no no advice or nothing like that, you know. But I do ask my mom sometimes. Like, okay, well, this is going on, especially since she's a girl. Mm-hmm. I ask my mom, like, okay, well, well, did I do this? Like, what's going on with this and stuff like that? But people are so boisterous, which is good,
0: but right. be boisterous in certain situations. You know, be willing to listen to. I understand a lot of we're trying to break stuff or trying to break patterns that didn't necessarily work for us in our lives or our generation. Because we do, I think when you are someone who is paying attention, you realize like, oh, Mama mom and daddy didn't always have it right. And I need to make sure mm-hmm. that I'm not bringing that into my household or into my life in some way that yes. I'm trying to break some of this stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine. But when it mm-hmm. gets into a space where we're being overly judgmental, we're not listening, we're not showing empathy, yep. where we're having opinions about something that we've never experienced and we're being harsh in it, I think that we need mm-hmm. to pump the brakes. You know, myself yep. included, that I'm learning like, Girl, you ain't got all the answers. <laughs> you do not have all the answers. And in reality, you know, I'm I'm do I'm making a lot of my mistakes solo. I don't have I'm not married. I don't have kids. A lot of people are in a stage where they are married. They have kids. They're going to make mistakes regardless. Even when you become a parent, you're not going to be perfect just because you, because you waited. So okay. it's it's it takes a, I think a lot of maturity to just just stop. <laughs> and uh, yeah understand that people are going to be on a different kind of path you can have a healthy conversation about some of the things you see or some of the things you're concerned about but mm-hmm. ultimately you know just stop thinking you got the answers just because yeah for <laughs> Girl, they got a voice and they want they got something they want to say child that's how it be <laughs> so what are some societal expectations of motherhood that you've found challenging and that you're pushing against yourself Girl, there's so many.
1: I deal with a lot of mom, a lot of mom guilt, um, about different
0: things. I had that written like, down, I was gonna ask you about <laughs> Say it again. I say I had that written down, I was gonna ask you about it, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Um, societal, read that question again. So, what are some societal expectations of motherhood that you find yourself uh challenging or pushing against? To be honest. I don't look
1: at what society says a mom should be because I'm me, mm-hmm. you know, because um, looking at society will mess you up, will definitely have you having extreme mom guilt. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this mom is doing this. Doing mm-hmm. the comparison. Prime example, I love the the Not, is it? No, the Ellis's. Develle and Ellis, Develle Ellis and Kadeem Ellis. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love watching them. Child, if I look at them, how they raise their kids, I'll be messed up. You know? Because you look at certain situations like, okay, they let their child talk to them. A lot of kids don't say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, because they want to seem like they're young.
0: You oh no. No, this is a southern thing. I think because <laughs> I've gotten <laughs> in trouble with that. Cause I, I was yes, ma'am, no ma'am, down. And then when I got into different spaces, I was getting talked to, to like, don't you call me yes ma'am? Or, or sir, or you know, don't you don't you call me that? And I'm just like, well, did I shoot you? Like, <laughs> why are you so they don't like it? Yeah. No. Especially like northerners, they
1: can't mm-hmm. stand that. They don't like it. And so I just I I create my own space for my kids not because this is how Whitney is raising her children I need to adapt what she's doing like you said I'm open to new views mm-hmm. you know but I would never look at somebody else's parenting skills that's why I always in my podcast like what works for me as a mom may not work for you that's why you have to know your children Oh, You have to know each one of them individually because all of my kids are completely different.
0: And your parenting style is adjusted based on that, probably. Yes.
1: Yes, it is. Um, You may like, I I don't know if you've ever seen them online. Um, Nadia and Nigel have the same personality, which they have Mm -hmm. my personality and Noah and I has Quentin's personality kind of quiet, laid back. Right. And Angela and Nadia are just like all over the place so they can <laughs> talk to anybody.
0: So, you know, you have to parent your kids differently. Right. So. I like that. Um, I think that's tricky when we think about at least womanhood. I can't speak for motherhood, but I think that or even personhood. I am, I'm not even going to say womanhood. Sometimes you have to look at society to understand yourself better, understand why you do the things you do or why you put on your own expectations on yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. because you might be influenced by what you've been seeing or what you've been experiencing out in the world but I do think that you have to make sure that you maintain a boundary to be authentic to whatever self you find after you do the work to kind of break some of those chains that you've been used to yeah yeah I
1: like how you said that about you know looking at society have you Feeling some type of way and looking some type of way, because with Nas being he's about to be fifteen, you know he he likes to watch TV, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, who are you? Who mm-hmm. is Nas? Don't be
0: who little baby is or NBA young boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like my my niece is seventeen. I'm just like, girl, this ain't real life. Like I just want you. <laughs> I was like, they ain't shooting people up for real they ain't in the hood with no
1: gun for real like when, when, when I direct that cut that's it you know so I tell, I tell him find find your way find out who Nas is before mm-hmm. it's too late before you get wrapped up in TV then you like oh I done took on this person took on this person I don't even know who Nas is you know so right
0: so you mentioned mom guilt and depression um what are some hardships that you feel stay-at-home moms have that we don't necessarily account for? Sometimes you let your kids do what they want to do. When you're tired,
1: girl, you be like, "Can I have these cookies for breakfast? Go ahead, <laughs> just, just go." I don't feel like you dealing know, with it. <laughs> I don't feel like dealing with it. A lot of times, I be so tired, I don't mm. feel like dealing with certain. If they're like, "Oh boy, well, this right here is going on," but if it's something small. You know, just, just go ahead, figure it out, you know, and right. um sometimes the things I I'm the way I say things sometimes, you know, um, cause you growing up in a black family, we gotta talk too hard. Like, do you want me to <laughs> pop me in your mouth? You know, that's how your mother used to mm-hmm. be. And you know, I'd be like, I don't wanna I don't want to talk to my kids like that. Like, right. no, could I have said that better? Right. I'm going to tear you up. Now, you just ain't got no business. Oh, We tear butt up, okay? Little, right? So you you pro-spanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen. Straight with it. Like, we not playing no game. Right. You know, which I talk, well, my kids aren't bad, but, you know, sometimes they get a little unruly and you got to, mm-hmm. you know, get them back right and stuff. Like with Nadia, um...
0: I'm trying this. Let's go stand in the corner for about 10 minutes and retry this. Oh, yeah. You know? I've done that one. I've used that one. <laughs> See, I'm the enforcer. <laughs> My sister's call me in because I just be like, I didn't get to the point where I'm like, okay, so you you, you don't want to stand in the corner. and Be quiet. Go ahead and do a plank for about, I probably do like a minute, but they little arms be shaking.
1: Guys <laughs> so like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I say stand like this with mm-hmm. one leg up. He be like, mom, I am sorry. But like I was never <laughs> they would rather, he'd be like, Can you just beat me? No nope. versus doing that. Uh-uh. Beating you is just gonna make me feel worse and I don't feel like feeling guilty. Yeah. <laughs> so. and see, I'm trying to get out of that. I'm trying because I'm like, you know, I got beatings when I was little. Yeah, they work. You know, so I'm like, oh don't beat your kids. Yeah. But when you look at it, I'm like. I'm whipping my child. Like, do
0: I really want them to be scarred right. mentally behind that, you know? So I feel mean, like I was scarred mentally, but I do get why some people choose not to, you know? I yeah. Because the reason behind it usually is that you are doing it out of anger and not so much yes. out of discipline. And I'm like, I can understand the, the psychology behind it now. yeah. I do think that there are some moments. <laughs> I doing you yes, because I love you. <laughs> my mom, she, she, she was methodical with hers. She used to give us a certain amount of liggins and then she would explain to us why she did it and why she did it the way that she did, why she chose it. And then she would ask how we felt and then she would tell us she loved us. And I just feel I like, like yeah, I just feel like... If we had a lot more of some of that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Girl, the world would be a better place. If you got to love. I could tell your mom ain't never put (laughs) onions (laughs) on (laughs) you. Girl, prime example, little sidebar. If I make we went, I took the kids, Noah's um summer camp went to Berkeley's aquarium today. I saw that. And so yeah. Some of them kids in there. If I could just let them, girl. And they in the tell, back of that oh, neck. Girl, grab that collar with the two fangles. Listen. You know how you,
0: girl, you had to grab me and get down to the ambulance. do that. Girl. <laughs> it's like especially little boys. Like my nephews, I have to, it's not aggressive, but when we're going in somewhere and I know their personalities, I just go ahead and just gently put my hand on the back of their neck and help guide them throughout <laughs> the store or throughout wherever we are. Because if I don't do that, you're going to play me. And then now these people are going to be looking crazy at me because I'm talking to you, Stern. <laughs> Look, I'm the one that be looking crazy
1: because my kids, because I've I been pushing a buggy, which Janai doesn't do it because she's older. But I'll be like, I'll pause on that. I mean, one hand need to be on the buggy. Right. Girl, we look at my kids looking at the other kids like, why they screaming? I'm like, I don't know, but come on, we ain't, they ain't got nothing to do. Look, you know better. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Give <laughs> them that pep talk. You remember that pep talk? We was in in the car. Don't ask for nothing. Don't touch nothing. Don't see nothing. I'm like, I am got I'm it. You ain't eyes. gonna get it.
0: <laughs> that, that, that was it. <laughs> that was it.
1: Right. If um, society gets back to that, we'll be good.
0: I think it's just something to find in your own kind of discipline style whether you choose to spank or not but you you do need to set boundaries I do believe on some level with your child just because that's how the world is constructed you know and if they don't learn those things early on they're gonna have trouble when they get older yeah so my mom Mm -hmm. she was a very very softer you know kind of disciplinarian my dad he (laughs) he <laughs> let her, you know, do do whatever discipline in, in the house that needed mm-hmm. to be done. But she she is a sweetheart, and um, yes, yeah, she I is. Still, I still turned out fine. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> turned out okay. She was, your, your mom is, is
1: very soft spoken. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, she
0: can get up there now. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see. Um, what are the benefits of being a stay at home mom? Let's let's go into something positive. Okay. Well, the benefits of being a stay-at-home mom is you
1: spend more. You're raising your children versus sending them off. Um, you're spending more time with them. You're your child's first teacher,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you're teaching them. You know, before they even start school. If you have younger ones, um, I found it. I found that we're more closer. Right. Being at home, you know, even though Quentin's out at work, but to in my in the eyes of my children, I'm the cool the cool mom, which I don't want to be labeled that, but that's what they, you know, they don't say, but that's how I could tell that's how they feel. Right. Um, you're just more hands on versus right. okay, we'll we'll talk about it tonight, or we'll talk about it around dinner and stuff. You're 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 constantly there.
0: And that's You're what I love in about their it. life, yeah. I love that. I love it. How, how has it been uh, during uh, like the pandemic and when like you were stay at home and they were stay at home with you? <laughs> I
1: there was a lot of crying in the closet mm-hmm. because I was used to my children. I was used to one being home because they were younger. Mm-hmm. I was used to the other ones going out, but them being fully home and me having to teach them—oh wow, like, it was—it was a big adjustment. I talk about that on my podcast. It's a yeah. big adjustment <laughs> because now you're no—you're no longer a stay-at-home mom. Now you're a stay-at-home mom slash teacher slash counselor. It's just you put on more jackets, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just girl, I don't even want to stay here. I'm saying jackets it's, it was heavy. <laughs> Like it was just, I found myself. I had to find ways. Well, let me stay on topic. But no, no, go ahead. Yes, yeah. okay. I had to during that time. If Blah last, they're going to school in August. I you know, know that's right. To run it by, um, but I had to find ways to cope. Yeah, to stay sane. Not saying that my kids were driving me crazy, but it's just like. They were afraid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to say. Because sometimes that's what it is. My sister called me one day, or I happened to text her one day, and um, we, because we always text or whatever. Mm And she was just no. I happened to stop by one day. Let me get the story right, Lord. I happened to stop by one day, and I get in there, and she's um she's on the verge of tears, and I just knew like just to hug her and hold her. She was so overwhelmed not because she don't love her kids or she's not a good mom just she got three at that time six year olds and got everybody around the table and she has to hop from this computer to the next computer to help this person now this person distracted they're not paying attention and it's constant it's constant it's day after day and they're in the home and she can't wash the clothes she can't cook she can't get the dishes done You know, somebody need help with something. And so I can understand how it can feel like, oh, my God, I'm going crazy. Like, this is a lot. For mothers who are used to having, you know, I think what stay-at-home moms do really well is they have a schedule because they have to have one, right? Because nobody else gonna give Uh you one. So you have a schedule. And, And then sometimes it's just so hard, especially this past year, what I saw with her, at least, it was just hard to stick on schedule because kids don't care about those schedules they don't care and so I just I just want to encourage women at least to be able to say like I just felt a little crazy sometimes and that's okay because that experience is valid like I don't I know I couldn't (laughs) I know I couldn't do what y'all have done over this last year and a half with staying at home and being a teacher and being a counselor and doing it day after day Every day, I had to find ways,
1: girl. When he came home, I got goals. He, I could hear him like, "What can he share? Can you share in here eating chips?" <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm relaxing. No, not on this. Girl, <laughs> in the closet, like I, the closet, <laughs> it was my hideaway. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as like I always say, like I always reference back to my podcast because sometimes I got to go back and hear myself. Like, okay, well, this is what you said, you know. Mm-hmm. I have to find ways to get my woo moment. moments. And I will leave them in here. I will have to have like a little setup for Nadia because she's like, I wanna be on the computer, I wanna be on the computer. So I had to get her a tablet and find her, find ways to entertain her. Girl, I'm outside, like just sitting outside on the porch, just like Laura, keep my mind. Like right. it's just it was so much. And I think if we would have known that the pandemic was coming, I could and I knew that the kids were gonna be home. Maybe I could have pre-planned or something. Mm-hmm. Girl, just hearing my refrigerator open just gave me chills. I'm like, they opened it so much. Can we get a snack? Can we get a snack? Can we get a snack?
0: <laughs>
1: you know how you hear a song over and over and you don't like that. That
0: PTSD with the refrigerator. I like, be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But that's real. It's the small. I know it's the small stuff, girl. That's why I'm like, they going to school. I'm gonna run
1: them down. We are gonna pray over them. We are gonna trust and believe that God is gonna heal and deliver, and the Lord's gonna watch over them.
0: Right. Bye. And bye. <laughs> says, oh. and bye. Girl. Oh. I love that, though. Um, I think that a lot of mothers, not even just stay-at-home moms, but a lot of mothers will be able to relate to that because, honestly, y'all are amazing for what you have been able to, to do and accomplish. Those of you who, who are involved, because I did recognize that there are some children who don't have parents who care as much, like, who don't have parents who were going to take on that load on in, in the way that they needed to. So those of you who have, like, I applaud you because... Let's take being a stay-at-home mom out of it.
1: Let's just just do away with being a stay-at-home mom, and let's just focus on the working mom. Girl, my heart went out to those women because Mm -hmm. you got to find a place for your child to go Mm -hmm. during the day, you know, for them to get school. And then some of the daycares have closed down, you know. And then, like you said about some of these kids, that school was their safe place.
0: Yeah, you know, I was like, or some mothers didn't have the choice; they had to send their child to school, yeah. even though they might not have wanted to, because they had to go to work and they had no other option. You know, so sometimes I, I just, it's y'all. Mm.
1: <laughs> it's like, I just, that's why I, was, I told Quentin. I was like, think about the moms that have jobs at this time. Like, of course, it's better now, but. Before, when the pandemic first started, girl, people were going crazy yeah. because they didn't know like what I'm going to do with my child. Um, even when the schools had closed down for a for a period of time, what are what are they going to do? You know, girl, I even thought about like, should I open up a little side hustle daycare? <laughs> or, you know,
0: <laughs> make some money, <laughs> college fund. <laughs> okay. okay. How has motherhood affected the expression of your womanhood?
1: It made me be better.
0: It makes me still
1: want to be better. Mm -hmm. Situations happen. It's just not me anymore. I have four little people looking up to me that I'm like, okay, well, I could handle this situation like this, but I have children now. Oh, so you ain't fighting nobody in the streets? (laughs) Girl, no, we ain't, no, that's long, but we ain't doing that. We just, you know, just my future.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, you're thinking about, okay, my kids, what, if I decide to do this, is it going to benefit my kids? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not me. You know, like when I started my business, I was like, can can I see this big? Can, Can I see outside of this little room? And the money that I make is it will, will I be able to make enough to settle for my children,
0: right. you know,
1: to leave something for them?
0: How would you describe yourself as a woman outside of motherhood? I just be chilling. I just <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> that's just me. Those like. are not adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm be not, chilling.
1: <laughs> I just be chilling, girl. Um, I think I'm loving. Mm -hmm. I'm outgoing. I'm fun. I'm curious. And I know if she's listening, she's going to be like, You got that right. You are curious. I'm full of questions. I'm always seeking something. I'm pursuing something. I'm always thinking something. I'm just, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm just open to whatever. I'm a Gemini.
0: That's me. Oh God, girl! <laughs> I am a Gemini. You know, it's an Aquarius over here. I see you, Air sign. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I ask that question because uh, like you said, like we've mentioned before, a lot of women um in their motherhood journeys, they'll feel as though motherhood overtakes their ability to to be a woman in their own right. Like they'll lose themselves in the care of their children or in the, in the care of their spouse, of their wife too, and so I just wanted to give a, a moment to, to celebrate, like, womanhood can exist outside of, you know, motherhood, and, you know, being a spouse, and all these other hats that women wear, because at the core, like, you know, we are still ourselves outside of all of that. These other yeah. things are a part of us, but they're not the only thing that there is of us like I think mm-hmm. I said that right <laughs> yeah, it makes sense yes I agree yeah. I agree. what was the decision making process um you no know, we kind of covered that let me let me skip let me skip so let's kind of talk about your you mentioned your business and so you have that's one of your wraps you have on I hope you guys go to the YouTube channel and you do you do t-shirts you do head of wraps do you do anything else um, for, your, do for your business? <clears throat> I do um, matching,
1: excuse me. <clears throat> I do head wraps with matching masks. I do like oh, t yeah. t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I just do regular masks. I do Starbucks cups. I wish I had like some little stuff with me, but um, I do a host of different stuff.
0: I, I love it. I really do. Cause I'm like, yes, um, I need to get like a yellow wrap so i'm gonna be here yeah like a little combo working up um but how what i feel like that's something you did for yourself probably i mean of course it's going to benefit your family but um how did you come about deciding that that's the particular business that you wanted to start
1: well i'm not gonna get in the back back store because we'll be here all day (laughs) but i wear for majority I, i i wear my hair covered not not like how I used to, mm-hmm. but you know, I still wear it covered more times than none. Um and I was like, the pandemic's going on, so we gotta wear a mask. So why not just make it just right. do what it do, you know, make it look good, make it match. And like my slogan says, even like when I was in school here, remember I always wear like the crazy hairstyles and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, see even though that's not me anymore, I still wanted to incorporate, make a statement. So why not do that with a head wrap, with a matching mask? And I always love to wear shirts that said something, words, shirts that had words or pictures or different stuff on it. So I was like, why not just make a business out of it?
0: And that's awesome. Um, let's let's plug it. Let me scroll. I got to scroll back up so I can figure out. <laughs> it is. Okay. You gotta say the name of this for me, cause I don't want to say it wrong. You say it. Tell me what's pronounced. Tell me. Okay.
1: Caterie.
0: KDR. KDR. Okay. See. K D R. Wraps. That is the name of your business. And um, do you have like a website or anything they can visit to purchase? I don't. I'm working on a website, um, but you can go to
1: Facebook and type in my business page, business name, and then like my
0: business page will pop up. Got you. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's hop back in these questions real quick. We're finishing up in a second. Okay. What have you learned about yourself as a woman through your uh, motherhood? That I definitely need to work on patience. <laughs> I need to work on patience. I
1: need to work on listening more. Hmm. Because, well... I think I've mastered tuning people out because when you have a house full of people, there's six people living in this house. There's so much going on. Mm -hmm. I've mastered tuning people out. So somebody, one of my kids could be talking, I could be looking at TV and one of them be talking to me and they're like, ma'am, ma, you hear me? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you because I'm so used to tuning out. So now I'm trying to work on, tuning back in listening more because they could be telling me the hot on fire and I'm sitting here like zoned out you know so I've learned I, there's so much I need to work on what was the question again I no, feel like answering I off.
0: no okay. I said what have you learned about yourself as a woman through motherhood and you're saying that you learned that you need to work on your patience and yeah. your listening skills
1: yeah what I mean, about something positive
0: I are you getting taxed? Kind Hearing. Of no, look. I am look. a real empathetic person. You start yeah. crying, or I might start. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Builders, I'm back with another announcement. As you know, you can visit buildfeatures.com for blog posts and podcast episodes, but you can also now go to YouTube and type in LBF Podcast to get the full visual and audio episodes. That's right. You are able now to see my awesome face <laughs> and all the lovely faces of my guests from previous episodes and future episodes. So be sure to type in LBF Podcast on YouTube and continue to listen for the rest of this episode. <laughs> That the
1: love that I have is so deep. Mm-hmm. You know, you you think you you think you can just love somebody. You're well, I don't think I ever find love, girl. You will never your children. Mm-hmm. You know, just the love that you have for them and the love. I never thought like like I know my husband loves me, but your know, children, right. like the love that they show towards, especially when they're younger. Like they just be like, "Ma, I love you." You know, you be like, "Oh, darling." I can do no wrong in this person's eyes. Mm -hmm. And you want to be better for them. You're like, I got to, every day I wake up, I got to be better than I was yesterday. You know, I want to be so much, I want to be better for them. I want to be their super, their super woman, you
0: know? Right. So. I love that. Um, definitely I'm I'm just an auntie but I know them, them random moments that make me boohoo cry where they just walk up to you be like I love you I'm like what do I do I'm just here and you just think Girl. I'm the greatest person I ain't did nothing <laughs> yeah so I, I can only imagine how it feels to to actually be involved on a day-to-day basis with these little people to see them have grown from inside your womb to now like out in life and and to have that to have those moments with them, I, I know that's just a beautiful thing. Girl, cause you look at your kid. Well, I look at my kids
1: and be like, I birthed it. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that came out of me, you know. Like, right. oh wow! And I'm raising. God gave me this little person to raise. Yeah, and I wanna—I wanna raise them to be good you know you don't mm-hmm. want to raise no devil no devils, you know hopefully I'm, not <laughs> girl, you know so you try your hardest to just be a good parent mm-hmm. you know but you're not gonna always get it right and i think a lot of that's why a lot of women um you know because you can say that you're an acting mother you know because you're you know you, you step in from time to time and help your sister
0: mm-hmm.
1: we think like okay i i gotta Oh, I messed up, which that's where the, the guilt comes in at. But it's like, it's all right. We're going to just try it again differently tomorrow. Right.
0: And that's mm-hmm. something I'm just like, you, you're right. Like um am learning so much, you know, being on the, kind of like the sidelines, but having those moments where I do step in and I do, I am that go-to person for, you know, my nieces and nephews and and being a part of, you know, the process of growing understand like I sometimes I'm part of myself I'm like oh my god like you know I lost my patience or I didn't say this correctly or did I answer their question how are their minds going to be forming based on the conversation that I just had with them you know just stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you have to be gracious with yourself because it's just like you're not gonna always get it right like children are very resilient and they're smart and they're gonna Mm -hmm. you know hopefully get to an age where they understand that even in your imperfection, you love them and you tried your best because that's what I did with yes. my parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because I tell Nas all the
1: time, he does something I say, be better than me. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I just say that and he's like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like you ain't, am I ain't about to argue. I know not to argue with you. Yes, ma'am.
0: <laughs> it's so interesting seeing uh the development of little boys versus girls. And that's something that I, I always find funny because <laughs> it, the dynamic between me and my nephews and me and my nieces are so different. It's so different. So I, I, I laughed at that because I can hear my one of my nephews saying that. <laughs> because girls I'm more
1: like Nadia's more attached to Quentin. Mm. And my boys are to me. But I'm like, Nadia, why you don't want to you don't want to hug me? She's like, No, no, you know, I'm like, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so right. So um kind of leading into this next question, what do you hope to instill into your children?
1: To like I said before, to be yourself, be your authentic self, always love 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 life enjoy life to be always be nice you know you just use your manners I teach my kids use your manners manners will get you a long way and I just want them to know that they can just do whatever they want to do be be who they want to be you know they can be whatever they want to be when they grow up and just to stay stay where you are now that makes sense like don't grow yeah. up too fast
0: enjoy, enjoy, the, enjoy the little moment mm-hmm. enjoy the present and make sure that you're not so much in a rush to grow up that you forget how precious that moment is i, I can mm-hmm. definitely see kids do it especially in the age of social media it yes. happens a lot <laughs> yeah yep. I my niece like girl please like uh, being an adult <laughs> It's now, it's cracked up to me sometimes. Girls, what need me say? The ghetto. It's ghetto theater growing up. Okay. <laughs> you got to make all the decisions, pay all the bills. Okay. It's, it's ghetto. <laughs>
1: yeah. I wish I would have known. But, you know, your parents are like, oh, don't stay in the child's place. Don't grow up too fast. I'd be like, Lord, if I can go back.
0: Like, do so, just, just savor it a little bit better. <laughs> Girl, I would do it. Okay. Um, what does your spouse think about your parents' style or your motherhood? He likes it. He doesn't,
1: he lets me do my thing, you know, and then he's like, all right, you, you know, you need to, you shouldn't let, let them get away with that. You know, cause like, <laughs> like I say, they, they think I'm the cool parent because I'm more of the talker. Like, okay, we're not going to do this. He was like, you know, you maybe you shouldn't have let them off the hook so easily but he you know he doesn't say too much if you remember quentin from school you know he's oh i remember that's why i'm laughing because i'm like Uh,
0: (laughs) i can see the dynamic where he's like a little bit more laid back and you probably just you know you and you with your vibrant self and i'm laughing because i I was like i can see him saying that we did
1: in here playing. he'd be like oh y'all need to chill out in there you know so we just he'd like just handle it a little
0: better the next time. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> I love that because it sounds like you you both are helping each other kind of find your own unique parenting style. And and you know, just helping each other grow by calling each other out when it needs to happen, but not in a harsh way, like oh, you yeah. should have did it that way. It's like, no, just be a little better next time. I feel like you could have just handled it this way. And so let's try that, you know, the next time something like this happens.
1: Yeah, because. I had a stepfather, but my my real father was never in my life. Mm-hmm. So my and my stepdad really wasn't there there like he should be. So to see Quentin with our kids, it's like, dog, I you know, you you kinda think of how it would have been with you, if you would have had a dad, you know. Yeah. So I I'd be like, Lord, I thank you that he is man enough to say, okay, I'm gonna be here for my family. You know. Right. So I just love to see the interaction with, with
0: all of them together. That's awesome. Cause I was gonna ask you what you thought about his. <laughs> you, just oh a girl He's, when he doing when he handling his
1: business, I, I don't get out the way. You know, I let him <laughs> I let him do his thing. You know, I don't we don't never I never say well Queen, you don't need to do that. You, you know, I let him do his thing because Obviously, he's the head of the household. So he knows, you know, I know he would never do anything to jeopardize our children, tell our children anything wrong. So I just let him handle that. Right. He's
0: like, Daddy
1: got it. <laughs> he got it. Girl, I'd be happy. <laughs>
0: Look, but I ain't got to make a decision. I got to do it. One thing that we
1: as a family, we're still working on is the kids will walk past him. Come to me, Mom. Can I get a snack? And
0: ask you some. Quit it. You know, like. Why do you think you do I do that? Are you going to say yes more than daddy? Huh? Are you going to say yes uh, more than daddy does?
1: Okay. <laughs> I am. And a lot of that, if I can make an excuse, comes from my own childhood um me being the only child and my mom letting me you know yes 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 right. you know she she said no some sometimes but majority of the time it was yeah, a
0: yes right you know and it's so. okay to admit look I feel like you just kind of don't be hard on yourself because that's why you have a partner to kind of balance you out with that mm-hmm. like like you see, and you acknowledge that, like, okay, this is what we're still working on as a family. Like, no, y'all go to your dad and ask why y'all just walk past him. <laughs> y'all think I'm you ain't it?
1: Girl, them kids be like, I'm like, ahead, show that they be like, never mind.
0: <laughs> Look, kids, kids are so smart. They are so smart. They know. They know. They do, they do my sister the same way. And they will yeah. go and they will ask me something if I'm over there. They will ask me something. Because they know that she probably an hour or two before I got there told them they couldn't have some, and they'll come to me. But see, I ain't I ain't with them games. Hey, you said they could have such a push. <laughs> oh, so you thought you was smart? <laughs> like dang, I knew I shouldn't add. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or I'd be like, go ask your mom. Never mind. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Look, I ain't even hungry no more. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What advice would you give to black mothers considering being stay-at-home moms? Don't
1: watch don't don't how I about say don't watch TV looking <laughs> at other stay-at-home moms. Right. Do your own thing. You know, figure it out for yourself. You ain't gonna never get it right. You know, every day I'm I'm still learning mm-hmm. on how to be a mom even mm-hmm. though I feel like some stuff I've mastered. But when you're raising humans, you know, it's okay if you get it wrong. Um, Just be yourself. I can't stress that enough about being, be your own mom. Not, when I say your own mom, not your mom that raised you, but be like, I'm, I'm my own mom. I'm Kenesha. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at another household and say okay well this is how she's raising her children maybe I should do the same thing I I don't I don't like stuff like that just be you figure it out you know piece this puzzle together because you ain't gonna get it right you know but have fun while doing it yes so you make make your own journey you know be the author of your own of your own family book
0: yes and just by your energy, I can tell you are a wonderful mother. I'm so happy for your kids. Girl, I love my kids. Yes. I love my children.
1: <laughs> I love them. They they make me better. Like, girl, when I hang up with you, I'm going in there and, and start up some stuff. I don't know what. Going to <laughs> Look, give me a stuff. hug. Give me a kiss. You know, Look, they get to a certain age, they don't want to give it no more. Girl, that's not. Nice. We're going to go in there. I'm going in there and we're going to make some noise just to get Queen fired <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> Because I used to YouTube. I used to YouTube, but got lazy and girl,
0: we have we have a lot of fun. It it, it'd be loud in here. It'd be loud. But I'm I love it, you know. I'm here for it. Four kids, I I can't imagine it being quiet. I really can't, unless they are all introverts.
1: (laughs) No. Mm -mm.
0: (laughs) But this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you for coming up here and sharing your experience and being transparent and just being awesome with all your bubbly energy um (laughs) go ahead and plug your information plug your podcast your social media and plug your business too for those uh who are out there wanting to find and support you
1: okay so first my podcast name is stay at home mom vibes i'm on all major social media no Wait a minute. Let me, let me start over. Because I've been messing up.
0: Okay. I can cut it this out. Is, don't worry about
1: it. Okay. So you can find me on all major platforms or
0: podcasts. wherever. What in the world? It happens. <laughs> I do it all the time. Listen, I do it and don't edit it out. Cause
1: <laughs> Please edit this out. Girl, they're going to be like, what? Maybe she should have wrote that down. <laughs> okay. So you can find me on all major platforms. Streaming platforms. Okay. <laughs> this is the last time I'm getting. Okay, it. take take five. There we go. So you can find stay-at-home mom bob on all major podcaster platforms. And <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> why you look at me? <laughs> look, I'm not gonna look at you like
0: I'm just gonna look at me. Okay. 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 Please delete this out. Please. So <laughs> I don't know how to delete it from the video, but you know what? It's gonna be a this is good visual, but I'll delete it off the audio. I got you. Okay,
1: okay. All right, so YouTube, we're gonna get it together. All right, so you can find Stay At Home Mom Bob on all major platforms where your podcasts are heard, and you can find my business at KDR Reps on Facebook, my personal instagram is nisha rush and my personal facebook is kanisha rush i know it's a lot but yeah you can find me
0: there all right i'll always uh plug uh the tags and uh everything the business into the show notes or into the details of the episode. so even if you're confused all you have to do is copy and paste or click on the link so they'll be able to find yep. you regardless yeah <laughs> And you guys know me. I am your host, K Antoinette, and you can follow me on Instagram at K Antoinette underscore the blogger. You can also follow the Let's Build Futures page at Let's underscore build underscore futures and visit let'sbuildfutures.com for our blog posts and podcast episodes. Remember to visit YouTube because that's where I have the visual episodes. Um, <laughs> you will be able to see what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of this one right um, <laughs> but also um just make sure you guys are subscribing to my channel and uh also leaving a review or a comment on the lbf podcast which you can get on all your major streaming platforms apple Podcasts, spotify our Heart radio and more so until next time this has been a great discussion Again, shout out to our guest, Stay at Home on Vibes, and we are out. Bye. Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843 687 2079. That's 843 687 2079. You can also message her on her business page at Spadanny underscore on Instagram. Or follow her on Facebook at Spadanny LLC. You can also book online at SpadannyExperience.com. That's SpadannyExperience.com. Treat yourself. Be good to yourself. And let 2021 be a whole vibe.